Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to another quick hit episode of Jaybird Watching. Yes, it's Craig Borden. I am sorry. I am back we let's just say life happened and i have been not able to have as much fun watching these blue jays games as i would like to and then oh there's postponements late weird times and games and all that kind of good stuff so there's all kinds of weird shit going on but anyway let's dive right into the you know ups and downs and all over the place of today the tuesday april 13th in toronto blue jays baseball and first things let's start with a high note because i don't want to dive into the awful you know terrible stuff right off the bat let's talk nate pearson he had a bullpen today and not only is he throwing well without any discomfort or anything the key word in the takeaways from the um, interviews and whatnot are a hundred percent intensity during the bullpen. So, if he's throwing like he is meant to in a game out of a bullpen session, and he can amp it up like that, I would think that he, they're going to start stretching him out even sooner than we would expect. Hopefully, he recovers in the next day here or two, and then we'll get some good news during the next couple of Blue Jays broadcasts. And hopefully, he'll just be back on the mound quicker than we all thought. And we already got to some really good news as far as Tanner Roark officially being put in the bullpen. And after Robbie Ray's start yesterday, completely happy with that. Robbie Ray looked exactly like he had looked all spring. Very encouraging and loved every minute of it. I wish I got to watch more of it. But unfortunately, last night I was all over the place and I was able to listen to the radio feed because the Yankees' Yes Network thing sucks. And me being the only Blue Jay fan apparently in Rochester, New York, that's a lie. There's plenty of them here. But there was, um, you know, nowhere for me to watch it, unlike unlike tonight where I was able to watch almost all of the game and enjoyed it very thoroughly. So let's talk about the game before we talk the last piece here. I'd rather close on the the rough note than uh, anything. So Joshua Palacios actually gets the scoring going for the Toronto Blue Jays as he uh, scores three. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's two. That's what I thought. So anyway, Randall Gritchick and Loris Gurriel Jr. score on a single by Joshua Palacios, who has been looking rather good as the Blue Jays' quote-unquote fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever number outfielder he is. Always thought he's had some great talent. It's been very interesting to see him actually get these uh, 
you know, starts and whatnot here in the time that we're missing George Springer and now Teoscar Hernandez. And as much as I didn't want to mention it, I guess it makes sense in this point. Teoscar Hernandez is officially tested positive for COVID. It is more or less at least two weeks away with the protocols in place with MLB and obviously his health. Speedy recovery, Teoscar. We miss you, and we hope you get better soon and feel good. Moving into the third, uh, Randall Gritchick was able to drive in Boba Shett on a sack fly. And in the meantime of all this happening, Hyunjin Ryu, just insanely talented and looked in every bit of the word ace this evening. He ends up eventually picking up the win in this game, his first of the season, and goes six and two-thirds, four hits only, one run, but it was unearned. So that drops his season ERA to 1.89, and he struck out seven. I think that's been the unsung hero so far for Ryu this season. We have seen a little tick up in his um, strikeout numbers. Obviously, he's never walked a ton of guys, but that K-to-walk ratio is actually you know, widening, where usually it was pretty much you could set your watch to it throughout his career. Very, very cool that he's actually maybe found a few ways to really baffle pit hitters. And one of those is apparently dropping a 69-mile-per-hour curveball with just insane hook on uh, Yankees pitcher, or Yankees hitters, I mean. So while he was doing this, the Blue Jays you know, were able to continue to mount the offense because they actually held the, the Yankees for six innings of scoreless baseball while they racked up six runs. So very, very cool in the midst of this. And as I was mentioning, um, going into the fourth inning, we got to see a 99-mile-per-hour home run off of the bat of Marcus Semyon. It was just a majestic blast. Just one of those ones that was kind of like a big sweeping arc, like a Hyunjin Ryu curveball strikeout, right? And um, you don't hit too many home runs at 99 miles per hour, but the best thing about baseball is this is what happens when you just happen to put the barrel to the baseball, and Marcus Semyon picks up his fourth home run of the season. To follow, after Boba Shett reached base and a little bit of a weird play at third base where he ended up being called safe, the... Um, Vlad Meister, Vladdy Vicious, comes in and hits his second double of the season and drives in Boba Shett to put the Blue Jays up at the time, 5 to nothing. So, heck of a start for the Blue Jays in those first few innings. And then, you know, just because we were heading in the direction where the offense looked like it was ta- taking off, had to really sell it, right? So, what do the Blue Jays do? Oh, it's time to get rowdy. That's about the best way I can say it. Rowdy Telez finally gets off the schneid. That was said on the uh, broadcast. It's a great baseball term. <laughs> Had to repeat it. Haven't heard it in a while. So Roddy Telez gets rowdy and gets into one and just destroys this baseball over the right center field wall. And that is his first of the season. And honestly, I think that might be his only first or second hit of the season. I'm Googling as we speak. And, yeah, that was basically his first one. Seeing he's batting .069. Even with that home run, he still left six on base tonight. Oh, God. (laughs) Just to mention, though, Loris Gurriel Jr. batting in front of him also left four on, so it's not all Rowdy's fault. But the Blue Jays could have made this even more lopsided if they were able to turn around some of these guys that were left in scoring position and whatnot. Um, Eventually, after, sadly enough, Blue Jays fans ruined a door. Yes, that guy. Who looks completely different as a Yankee, because if you told me that was ruined a door, I honestly would have never known without the weird kind of goat beard and whatnot. Um, So... He scores a uh, Gary Sanchez on a ground ball, 
and that was in the seventh inning. And then Giancarlo Stanton in the eighth picks up a single to score DJ LeMahieu kind of threatens to the point where the Blue Jays were like, oh, God, right, this is what's going to happen. This is going to be a Yankees nonsense all over again. Jerry Merriweather uh, comes in to uh, close down the eighth, throws only two pitches and gets the Blue Jays out of it after Jordan Romano and a few others who staggered throughout the inning just to stop the bleeding. And that little hompadre was a little weird at the end of the ball game because, yeah, why did you use Julian Merriweather only to throw two pitches? My guess is I'm hoping that means they're, they're hoping to use him tomorrow in the series opener against the uh, well, series finale against the Yankees in the afternoon because that would have been a really quick turnaround. So two pitches, okay, great. He can close out tomorrow. Um, Tim Meza ends up clo- not closing out the game but finishing it off. One inning work from him. One hit and looked very good otherwise. So the one scary moment in the team, in the game, David Phelps ends up taking a ball off the back, and he walks off the mound on his own power, but we're hoping to get some good news by tomorrow morning or at least tomorrow afternoon when the broadcast starts about hopefully David Phelps actually feeling better because that did not look like it was a fun time. But... Like I said, he walked off under his own power, so I would think it was a lot worse than uh, hopefully it, it looked a lot worse than it actually was. So, Blue Jays fans, what do you think's going on here? I know it's been a few uh, rough weeks, up and downs all over the place. Blue Jays are now 5-6 and six after this win against the Yankees. Um, obviously, I think the offense is the biggest thing to blame at this point. I, we're going to get into this more Wednesday evening during our normal recording live and whatnot for the podcast make sure you tune in we have really enjoyed over the last couple weeks the tick up that we've gotten in fan participation during the show so make sure you tune in on facebook twitter um, youtube or twitch those four services are doing it live it is the same show that we end up putting out to the podcast universe so if you're listening to it after the fact just keep in mind that it was recorded live and you could have maybe even dove in and talked to us on those four outlets, you know, texting us during the show and we could get you a shout out and have some fun. This is meant to be the Blue Jays uh, barroom chat that we shoot for here with me, Adam Corsair and Brandon Panikar on this show. And this week, I'm pretty sure it is Adam Corsair's week to host. I can't recall, but I'm pretty sure. It seems like the three concussions are finally seeping in or something. <laughs> so, Blue Jays fans, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow night. And at the 7 o'clock sharp, well, not really. It's usually about 7.10, 7.15 by the time we actually go on the air. But keep in mind that we're ready to chit-chat and have fun with you, Blue Jays fans, during this and um it obviously will be recapping yesterday tomorrow's everything for the blue jays news late and we will talk then until then blue jays fans peace out enjoy the show and hopefully i'll get back on pace with more of these quick hits soon see ya presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 